Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Let's go back to a time when God became human, born of a woman, and grew to be a man. For over three years he journeyed with those who chose to be his disciples, chose to receive his right to rule and reign and give their allegiance to him. They would follow him into eternity, for he was the giver of light and life. Yet there were many who rejected his right to rule and reign, knowingly chose to follow their own pathway of eternal darkness and death. Jesus was alone with his disciples. They believed the kingdom of God was with judgment and would overthrow man's empires, climaxing with the total eradication of evil. Their present reality, however, did not reflect their understanding. So they asked many questions of Jesus. When would the end of the age come? What would be the sign of your kingdom? In reply, Jesus tells a story of what his kingdom is like. So the players of this drama are a nobleman or king and three servants. So let us begin. The kingdom of heaven is like a nobleman travelling to a far country. He will be away many days, months, years. No one knows when he will return, yet go he must. Before he goes away, he must impart into them everything. For the nobleman or king, it is all about empowering them to partake in his kingdom, to fulfil their God-given destiny. He gives them everything of himself and everything they need to be successful. Having prepared them, it was time for him to go. It was for their benefit that he must go. Yet they do not understand. How could he leave them? But one day they will understand. Not only understand, but be in awe and wonder of his selfless love. So the nobleman or king gave to one five coins of great worth to another two, and to another one. Because he loves them equally, he gave to each according to what they could manage. Sowing into their lives, for he loves each one equally. Because of this, he did not give anyone more than what they could manage. He gave each according to their ability. He did not overburden them, but each one he gave what they needed. So the time had come for him to depart this world. He said his farewells and promised one day he would return. Time passes. The one who had been entrusted with five coins went out into the marketplace and traded them. 
he gained another five. In the acceptance of what the nobleman or king had said is true, and the acknowledgement of the king's right to rule and reign over him, the one who had five had the confidence and identity of his king. He did not consider himself greater than the others, for he knew that every good thing in him was from the king. The one who was given five knew the king was faithful and true, and had given everything of himself to him. The king had entrusted him with a part of his kingdom, his kingdom of equality, respect and increase. With everything the king had entrusted to him, he knew the kingdom was not something to be grasped, earned or even deserved. Likewise, the one who had been entrusted with two also went into the marketplace in the confidence and identity of his king. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. He did not consider himself lesser or greater than the others. He trusted his king with the trust that had been given from him. Like the one who had been given five, The one who had been given two knew every good thing in him was from his king, who is faithful and true. Yet the one who had been entrusted with one resented the king and his right to rule and reign. As a result, chose to follow the deceptions of his own heart. So he took what had been given to him and hid it in a place that only he would know. In eager anticipation, both the one who had been given five and the one who had been given two diligently went into the marketplace. They knew that as they invest into the kingdom of their king, the increase will be provided, for the king is faithful and true, and he is coming back. After a long time, The Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. It was now time for his return. Remember, before the king departed, he gave gifts to the servants. He gave freely and generously all of himself. Upon the king's return, there is mixed emotions. The two who had been given five and two respectively were eager to see their king. He had been away for such a long time and he said he was coming back and here he is. Yes, he is faithful and true. He is true to his word and the two that had been given five and two respectively believed in their king. He said he was coming back and they lived their life in the reality of who the king is. He is their king, who is faithful and true. In complete contrast to the one who had been given one coin, he was fearful. He knew the choice he had made and the consequences of it. Yet he was determined to follow his own pathway to destruction. He rejected the king 
and the king's right to rule and reign over him. So the three are now before the king. The one who had been entrusted with five was the first to give account of himself. He stepped forward and with confident expectation, knowing his king is faithful and true, generous and kind, the servant spoke his own heart. Knowing that long ago he chose to put all his hope and destiny into the hands of his king, he was confident before him. He knew he had been given so much. Now face to face with his king, he said, Lord, you delivered to me five. Look, I have gained five more. The king, faithful and true, leaned forward, reached out towards him and said, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. This was such a special moment. The king gives his honour to the servant who had received five. The king continues to give to him and pour into him, even when he was away from him. Having been trusted with little, according to the vast riches of the king, he now will be entrusted with much. The king has increased the capacity of the servant who was given five, as the king gives according to each one's ability. The faithful servant of the king gave his allegiance to the king. He now enters into the joy of the Lord. Hearing those words, he will treasure for all eternity. Well done, good and faithful servant. Now the one who had been entrusted with two came forward to give his account. Like the one who had been given five, he stepped forward with confident expectation, knowing his king is faithful and true, generous and kind. He chose long ago to put all his hope and destiny into the hands of his king, the one who had given him so much. Now face to face with his king, he said, Lord, you delivered to me too. Look, I have gained two more. The king, faithful and true, leaned forward, reached out towards him and said, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Both the one who had been given five and the one who had been given two received the same beautiful words from their king. 
The same reward is eternity with the King himself, ruling and reigning with him over many things. Then the one who had received one came face to face with the king. This is what he said. Lord, I know you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. What an accusation to hurl at the king who has given everything of himself. The king gave his capital to the servant to sow. The king gave him everything, yet the servant chose to falsely accuse the king, to justify his choice of rejecting him as his king, rejecting the king's right to rule and reign over him. So the servant projects his own heart onto the king. Blinded by pride, he is describing himself and consequently condemns himself. If he had truly thought the king was like that, out of fear he would have deposited the king's capital with expert moneymakers, giving over responsibility and blame to another, so that in the king's company he could give back to him his initial capital with interest. The servant knew his own heart. He knew that he had chosen to reject the king and his kingdom. Therefore he tried to justify his own actions by falsely accusing the king, challenging the king's right to rule and reign. Yet all he achieved was to condemn himself. He neither cared for the king or his kingdom. So he continues. I was afraid and went out and hid in the ground what you have given me. Opening up his hand declares, Look, have what is yours. The more this servant speaks, the more he contradicts himself. Out of his own mouth he now acknowledges that what he was given is from the king. Still refusing to change his mind and choose the king's right to reign, and receive his kingdom. He is sent to the place of outer darkness. He knowingly chose his pathway. The king declares, Take the talent from him and give it to the one who now has ten. Some of those listening to the story may say in their heart, that is not fair for the one who has ten already has the most. Jesus, knowing this reply, says, For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. The flesh or self cannot comprehend or accept the way of God's kingdom. As all are treated equally and given according to each one's ability. None of them deserved it and none of them earned it. And they would never be given anything that was a burden to them. For this is the love of God. Each one had seed to sow 
or in this instance the capital, to invest. For the two that chose to receive the king and his right to rule and reign over them, God provided the same increase. The king's initial gift to both was doubled. All three were given the same opportunity and free choice to receive the king and his right to rule and reign, or not. This is a story about identity. And in sharing this story when Jesus walked the earth, he was explaining that he was about to go away from this world. He had given everything of himself to each one. Even those who refuse to receive him, he gives his life for them. For he is king over all. We cannot change God. God gives because he so loves. He exists because he is. Whether he is believed and received or not does not change the truth. God is. He gives each one free choice. It is the choice of each individual that determines their destiny. The choice by the one who received one sealed his own identity and destiny. This servant not only lost what he was given, but is exposed as the one who chose to reject the king. Jesus very powerfully contrasts his kingdom of equality, respect and fruitfulness with the choice of the one who was given one. A place of inequality, shame and loss. This was the destiny of his choosing. For all those who receive Jesus, receive God, receive his right to rule and reign, live in the reality of his kingdom, in the confident expectation of his return, for he is coming back. He is faithful and true, and we will see him face to face and hear those most precious words Jesus will declare over his own, Well done, good and faithful servant. If you have never received Jesus, never received God and his right to rule and reign, now is the time. Simply say yes to him. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that you have given all of yourself in Jesus to us so that we could choose to believe and receive. Father, your kingdom come, your will be done, for only you have the right to rule and reign. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.